I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Before we start, a very quick program note. This episode is part of a much longer series. To be sure you get the whole story, we recommend that you jump back and start from episode one. Also, we want to invite any of our thousands of listeners who still use Facebook to join our friendly show group which currently only has a couple of hundred fun-loving folks. Just search for the show's name. Finally, whether you do social media or not, please do drop us a line to tell us what you like or hate on the show at theparanoidstrain, that's all one word, at gmail.com. Okay, let's get going. Paranoid Strain Orchestra, hit it. While undoubtedly the Kubrick fans among us have already figured this out, this section is all about the water fluoridation conspiracy, one of those hardy perennials that, though it hasn't fully blossomed into the mainstream since the 1960s, still flowers periodically in the present day, as recent news reports will attest. Cleaning your teeth or poisoning your body? The controversial question of whether to keep fluoride in Collier County's water supply drawing dozens and dozens of people on both sides of the issue to today's county commission meeting. I now have no choice but to ingest this chemical, this neurotoxin, this hormone disruptor, because it's been done forever. Over 300 experiments, animal experiments, human experiments, lowering of IQ, etc., and what parent and what politician in their right minds would put their children's brains below their teeth? I think the whole topic of water fluoridation will sound completely different to you depending on your age. For example, I, as a withered husk of a man in his late 40s, remember that weekly, maybe bi-weekly? Anyway, throughout my first through fourth grade elementary education in the American South, all of the kids were presented with little quarter-full waxed Dixie cups every couple of weeks. Like a grammar school Jim Jones scenario, though in his case there was less cyanide in the cups and more of a high concentration of fluoride solution. Indeed, and I'm not sure my parents even had to sign a permission slip or any of that guff. The powers that be in the early 80s just decided that all of us needed a good, solid swish. And that was the name of the program, swish. Of fluoride, lest our teeth rot out of our sugar-addicted heads. During the research phase, we confirmed that Tiny Jesuit has never received this sort of treatment, though I pretty much already knew that there was a precisely zero chance that a California school district would presume to give the kids fluoride, or for that matter, a goddamned aspirin or a band-aid or a stern talking to without a notarized permission slip. But back in the day, giving kids extra fluoride was a regular practice, and this was on top of the fluoride toothpaste that we good middle-class kids were brushing with twice per day. 
Plus, of course, we had fluoride in our drinking water, as is the case with the majority of municipal water systems in operation in the U.S. According to the CDC's latest statistics, 63% of U.S. residents received fluoridated water as of 2019, up from around 57% in 2000. You, like me, may have wondered, well, I'll let Dana Seinfeld ask this one. What is the deal with fluoride? I mean, it's a deadly poison, but it's also in our toothpaste and drinking water? This is a pro-enamel poison? Do we have any other poisons that are good for one part of our bodies, but kills the rest? Does cyanide give you fuller eyelashes? Does arsenic support joint health? Who decided it was okay to put poison in the drinking water in the first place? Who are the ad wizards who came up with this one? Whether your childhood was a long series of fluoride swishes or not, the one thing we know for sure is that when water fluoridation was introduced in the United States, the first, and in many areas, the only, people who had a problem with it were John Birchers, or their right-wing fellow travelers. For example, Miller's book quotes an article from the JBS organ American Opinion, in which the author spun a tale about a scientist in California who had created a conformity serum derived from some sort of substance obtained from the minds of patients under psychiatric care. At that point, the scientist was using it only to control the minds of spiders. But once the arachnids were pacified, he'd eventually use it to create a serum that would lead to an agreeable human population, more amenable to the communist takeover of America. But we were talking about water fluoridation. Yeah, that's, that's in the next sentence of the article. Water fluoridation was also, she suggested, about capturing mines and bringing about Soviet occupation and eventual world government. She doubted that fluoride prevented cavities and argued that dentists would never support something that undercut their material interests. Now, confusingly, Robert Welch himself spoke out against the use of fluoride, but apparently not because of some bizarre mind-control conspiracy theory. Rather, he opposed it because it might be too effective. Hold the phone. Why would that be bad? Oh, because it would hurt the innocent dentist's livelihood. I mean, how are they supposed to make ends meet if everybody's teeth get stronger, Dana? Those drills and x-ray machines don't pay for themselves. What are you, a fucking commie? I withdraw my question. As well you should. So, a very brief history of how we decided to put fluoride in the water. It all dates back to the beginning of the last century. Dentists investigating a phenomenon in which everyone in certain small, isolated communities experienced brown, almost chocolate-appearing permanent stains on their teeth. It was referred to as Colorado Brown Stain. He's exercising so much self-control to avoid making an easy, disgusting joke here. And he wants all of you to know it. The struggle is real. The interesting part was that the dentists discovered that this unsightly stain was caused by fluoride in the water. They also discovered that the communities afflicted by this cosmetically upsetting but otherwise anodyne staining also had far lower rates of cavities than similar communities that didn't experience the staining. After a few decades of similar results provided scientists with increasing evidence that a very, very small amount of fluoride in water provided anti-cavity benefits without making your teeth look like the German exchange student from The Simpsons, Don't make me run! I'm full of chocolate! The government started making plans to test the benefits of artificially adding fluoride to community water supplies and observe its effects on dental health. The first test case was the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan, in 1945. 
The results indicated significant reduction of cavities among the population, which, when combined with other domestic and international tests, convinced the U.S. Public Health Department to make fluoridation official policy by 1951. Over the decades, it became more and more widely adopted, to the point that now two-thirds of U.S. residents get fluoridated water from their taps, as we just noted. Why isn't it 100% if it's U.S. policy? You can mark that one down to federalism, the governing paradigm enshrined in our Constitution that gives broad leeway to local and state jurisdictions to make decisions like these. The federal government doesn't mandate fluoride in municipal water supplies. It just encourages it. And in fact, while a number of countries around the world fluoridate their water today, many other countries have opted not to. And the amount of fluoride added by those countries that do varies significantly. Also, back in the 50s and 60s, this was a much more urgent issue, as there weren't really other ways that the average person's teeth would come in contact with fluoride. However, by the 1970s, essentially all toothpaste sold in the U.S., it's 95% for you sticklers out there. Contained fluoride, and so the benefits of fluoridating water have, over time, become increasingly marginal. At this point, there's significant disagreement about whether or not including fluoride in water has a big impact on adults, though the evidence that kids benefit, especially in terms of cavities in their baby teeth, is stronger. It's one of those things that we're already doing, and it has at least a marginally positive impact, and doesn't cause much or hurt anybody, so we've decided, for the most part, to keep doing it. Regardless of the state of the science, though, from the moment that fluoridation was proposed as public policy, it has been controversial among a certain segment. And that segment is conspiracy theorists. Yes, but not only them. Pretty much all of the most excitable and suggestible citizens have been concerned, whether or not they're believers in other conspiracies. As this clip from an informative video by YouTuber and science educator Professor Dave notes, that very first test in Grand Rapids led to some very concerned phone calls from these folks. Starting around January 8, 1945, multiple calls to the director of the Grand Rapids Waterworks complained that because his department had added fluoride to the city's water, their teeth were falling out, their enamel was peeling off, and their gums were sore. Ironically, the waterworks had not yet begun adding any fluoride. The local newspaper had originally reported fluoridation would start in Grand Rapids in early January, but the start date for the fluoridation trial was actually January 25th, a full two weeks after these residents reported their imaginary ailments. And of course, there was the John Birch Society and broader anti-government right-wing conspiracy theorizing we discussed earlier, all of which culminated in the character of General Jack T. Ripper in Kubrick's masterpiece of Cold War satire, Dr. Strangelove. The action of the film is kicked off when the general goes rogue, sending nuclear bombers under his command on a mission to strike Moscow because... I can no longer sit back and allow communist infiltration, communist indoctrination, communist subversion, 
and the international communist conspiracy to sap and impurify all of our precious bodily fluids. Well, that's insane. I mean, it's not like the guy hasn't thought this all through, Unicorn. Jeez. It's incredibly obvious, isn't it? A foreign substance is introduced into our precious bodily fluids without the knowledge of the individual, certainly without any choice. That's the way a hardcore commie works. First became aware of it, Mandrake, during the physical act of love. Huh. Yes, a, a profound sense of fatigue, a feeling of emptiness followed. Mm. Luckily, I, I was able to interpret these feelings correctly. Loss of essence. Huh. I can assure you it has not recurred, Mandrake. Sense my power, and they seek the life essence. I do not avoid women, Mandrake. Yeah. But I, I do deny them my essence. The fluoride controversy gradually died down, though it flares up again periodically. In fact, a friend of the show who will remain nameless is a kind of sort of anti-fluoride guy, who, when prompted, sent over some concerns and beliefs he has about fluoridation, which, in the spirit of our 9-11 Willem UFO episodes, check those out in the feed. The production is amateurish by our current standards, but the constant holds up. In the same spirit that we approached Willem's concerns about 9-11, we figured we would briefly address this unnamed friend's fluoride worries, starting with the warning on the back of your tube of toothpaste. I assume this is the one that warns you to call poison control if you ingest the toothpaste? Yeah, that's it. Now, in spite of the fact that fluoride in toothpaste is at a concentration 2,000 times higher than in fluoridated water, a bunch of sciencey blogs and studies tell us that even if you swallow the whole tube of Colgate, you won't die. On the other hand, you will get pretty fucking sick, thus the alert to call poison control. However, keep in mind, at some level, everything is toxic, including water. Yes, you can drink a toxic amount of water. Too much will cause the sodium in your body to drop to dangerously low levels, at least until your kidneys can filter it out. Low sodium makes your cells swell, including the ones in your brain, which can lead to seizures, coma, or even death. Of course, you're not likely to do this because it's uncomfortable and because nobody is that thirsty. But the point stands. Everything is toxic at the right dosage. Which is not to say that fluoride is not a poison at very low dosages. And in point of fact, fluorine gas, which is the vaporous form of the same element in fluoride, is just unbelievably deadly. Even a low-dose exposure causes burns on skin, for example. But of course, as any first-year chemistry student knows, sodium explodes on contact with water, but sodium chloride is table salt. The way a compound is formed, as well as its concentration, and the way you encounter it, all of it matters. There are some studies that have claimed to link water fluoridation to lower IQ in children. These studies, conducted in China and Iran, are problematic at best and are contradicted by other more recent studies that have shown no such effects. We don't want to get bogged down in the minutia here, but suffice it to say, the evidence isn't particularly strong. Finally, we want to address a conspiracy theory that links Andrew Mellon, industrial magnate and founder of Alcoa, the Aluminum Company of America. The story goes that Mr. Mellon had a problem on his hands back in the 1930s, a huge amount of a toxic waste product from the aluminum manufacturing process. That is, of course, fluoride. But he came up with an incredible plan. Just sucker the public into letting him get rid of this fluoride by adding it to drinking water. 
Now this whole scenario sets off our bullshit detectors from the outset. Right, no, no, turn, turn it, turn it a little bit. You gotta turn down the square. There's very little beyond people's intuitions. Not There's not enough voltage. Hold on. No, just put it in the other side. Put it. it serves as evidence for this particular. No, no, don't, 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 here it is, Chad. We did it. We got it. We got him again every time with fearful. It's so easy to catch him. You just invite him over and tie him up. Well, you just tie him up, or you intercept his broadcast through the atmosphere, Chad. You see how the you know how the wavelengths they bounce over the stratosphere and they go around the world. There's so much noise in his like show. And he did polemics. This should well, be heard. Heard. Much that finally the signal is cutting through right here. It really is. Well, he. He needs, he needs a little bit of he needs a little bit of assistance to make sure that there's a focus on what's really important. Yeah, you know the truth has finally got to come through, Chad. It's yeah, got to come this. through. We got to cut through the noise of his ill-researched wreck. Research is a deadly slope. That's right. So do we have enough signal here to, to cut through the molasses? I think we're, it's it's holding. Let me look at my oscilloscope. Do not attempt to adjust your sets. Well, Chad, they, there is no radio anymore. You understand that? What? You, you have any understanding of how we were able to assemble this device to, un, to, to intercept this podcast? There's no dials anymore, Chad. It's a VPN? There's no dials. There's no antennas, Chad. And you quit fiddling with it because it doesn't do nothing. Oh, it's just a box. It's, it's one just of those a box, boxes. Chad. It's not really the whole internet. The world's knowledge has been distilled, Chad, into a nondescript black cube we put in our pocket. Now, if you're putting cubes in your pocket, that's between you and your pocket. We're the Chads, and we have inserted ourselves into your ear hole, and there's no way out. I dare you to try to take your earphones off, right? You can't do it. The ear hole is the toilet straight to the brain. Chad, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Look at the shape of the ear hole. It is designed to make things go in a spiral. That's right. And it's just like little ear turds go spinning around. and They just keep spinning. They just keep spinning. Whoosh, straight into the center of your, your brain center. Right to your uh, amygdala? Yeah. That's why we had to interrupt, dear listener, is he's fearful Jesuit is pooping in your ear hole. Yeah. I, it may already be apparent my name is Chad. And I'm Chad. And uh, we're, we're part of a, a small crew, a small group of people that uh, really want the, the truth to be more apparent to people. A consortium. We've been uh, associates of the paranoid strain for, uh, you know, for a little while now. And uh, we, we find a way to uh, rebut. That means but again. Some of the, uh, the horse ookie. That paranoid tends to uh, disseminate the tiny ear turds. I looked up on Smilebox the other day. What is this fluoride nonsense all about? Right. And I was doing it just to get other people's opinion because I know exactly what I'm talking about, Chad. Yeah. Part of the problem here, Chad, is we've been led down this road by the U.S. government for generations. The, f- the fluoride was uh, was the first one. That was just the introduction. It's much bigger than that. Fluoride is the devil spunk, Chad. You know where it comes from? Spunk. Let me tell you a little bit about fluoride. Is it a is it a rock? Is it a haplotype? Chad. Is it a noble gas? Let's start from the beginning. Let Let's take a traditional debate approach here and try to come to understand the position of our opponent, fearful Jesuit. All right. Well, it's it's a public health necessity. It's for the greater good. It repairs your tooth enamel, keeps people's teeth from falling out. So why don't we put it in the water supply and everybody get a little bit of it? Make everybody healthier. It's not keeping my friend's teeth from falling out. 
they drop teeth all the time. That sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah. If what we're imbibing is supposed to have a positive effect on the human body, what do we call that, Chad? If it's a chemical we put in our mouth and we swallow it, what do we call that? Well, I mean, you, you call it liquor? Call it medicine, Chad. Medicine. It's medicine. Yeah. It's medicine. And, you know, but you have to get a prescription for some fluoride toothpaste. It's That's what I'm saying, Chad. Why do they just put it in the water? Have you looked on the back of your toothpaste, Chad? Have you read the fine print? I don't read fine print. If I recall, it says something to do with, you need to call the Poison Control Center if you eat this whole tube of toothpaste like my cousin Wilbur. Yeah. You put it in your mouth every night. You put it in your mouth. And I got family that eats that. They put it on crackers. Thickards and toothpaste. You remember old Longneck Lenny? Yeah. He'd been eating toothpaste his whole life. Drive down the road with his head out the window because he couldn't fit in the car. And he's got that big lump on his throat because his thyroid's the size of a softball. Well, he's just like a giraffe. Well, where, how do you think that happened, Chad? Ah, fluoride. That's right. Yeah. But you know, Charlie Chinstrap's been doing it for a long time and he, he decided to quit. Why? Well, I, I think it might he might have got the goiter. How does he walk? My understanding, it does have a it does have an impact on testicular girth. I think there's worse stuff than that. So you're just going to roll over think, and take it? Is that what you're trying to say to me, Chad? You're just going to say, yeah, like, I'm "Hey, put whatever wanna, you want in my water. Oh, makes me feel good. Makes me docile." I just think I'm telling you, this whole fluoride in the water thing—it's one big fudge Wellington of a public policy procedure. Whew. <laughs> Here's what I'm here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do. Right before before the batteries run out of this this gizmo that, that's uh, barely holding on to a charge here, I'm gonna turn back the clock, Chad. I'm gonna turn it back yeah. to the late time, yeah, the late nineteen forties. The late nineteen okay. forties. <laughs> okay. America's coming out of the World War. Industrial Revolution has happened. We're one of the largest industrial powerhouses in the nation. Yeah. We need a lot of steel. <laughs> In the the world, in the what did I say? Said, <laughs> America is the largest powerhouse in the nation. That's right. That's very Trumpy. We're the biggest U.S. that there's ever been, Chad, and the best. But let's go back, Chad. Let's okay, go okay. back. Okay, nineteen nineteen forty three, early nineteen fifties. Oh, right. 19, United States four, has got all of this industrial production capacity. We got to do something yeah. with it. We got to build yeah. shit. We got to make the cities bigger. So, what do we have? We've got industrialists, Chad, that want to expand their industrial empires. Yeah. Steel magnets. The coal. Railroad. Coal, coal. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a gentleman by the name of Andrew Mellon. Yeah. This man's last name was Mellon, Chad. Mellon, like a melon you eat. He made aluminum, Chad. He was an aluminum god. Oh, yeah. Back back in the early 20th century, this man, any any Diet Coke can you were drinking back in 1939 was made by Mr. Mellon and his cronies. That's what drove Hitler crazy was Diet Coke. And the aspartame. Boy, but there's so much, Chad. There's so much for us to talk about. There's so many turds. We got to get out of these people's ears. Yeah. So he decides, go walk through his factory one day, Chad, and they got these barrels of shit along the wall. Yep. And the guys are saying, wait, what are we going to do with all this shit in the barrel? He's like, well, what's in the barrel? And they're like, it's something we can't, we can't get rid of it because it's toxic. Yeah. And we can't tell anybody we got it because then we're going to be labeled as some toxic polluter. Unfriendly. So, Chad, what do you suppose was in those barrels, Chad? Was it deodorant? Well, it could, it could be. You put that shit under your arm every day, Chad, to clog your pores and keep the sweat from coming out. But all that it's shit goes back up in your bloodstream, crosses the blood bank barrier. I have Alzheimer's once a week. 
I have it on demand. You want me to have it right? I'll have it right now if you want me to. Contiguously. Who the fuck are you? Get off of my TV screen. I hate you. I don't get out of my house. (laughs) That ain't funny, Chad. That's really that's a sad state of things. All this stuff we're putting in our bodies. We're not putting in our bodies. The government's putting in our bodies, Chad. So he, Mr. Melons, walks over to these barrels. He looks at them. You know what the label says on it? It says fluoride. What's fluoride? Isn't that a metal? Well, it's, it, a, it's a salt. It's a it's salt. A metal. It's a metal. You can put it on your potatoes. It's a salt. It's a metal. <laughs> Tastes pretty good. Right? I mean, you know, especially the fluoride with the four flavors that come out. It squirts out in a little thing and it makes a little spiral. That's pretty good, Chad. Oh, yeah. Put that on a vanilla wafer. Smucker's twist fluoride. Well, you, you get the spearmint and you mix it with the vanilla on the cracker. You know, smart fuckers eat fart smuckers. <laughs> It's good stuff, especially when they mix it in the jar before you put it on your bread. Mm, what's that smell? Ooh, it's making my eyes water. <laughs> Give me the sweats. <laughs> I got the chili sweats, honey. Give me another piece of that toast. <laughs> Give me another. Ooh, that's making a whole room steam up. So, Mr. Mel, back to Mr. Melichad. Come on now, you're having Alzheimer's okay. on me again. Here's the thing. <laughs> He's like, we got to get rid of this shit. We can't keep this here. It's going to kill everybody in this factory. So what do they do? We, we got an inspection coming at the end of the decade. <laughs> so Mr. Mellon pulls out his iPhone. Yes. Right? And he looks up. He's like, what, what could we possibly do with this shit that I got in my warehouse? Is it shaped like a melon? Is his iPhone shaped like a small just melon? Li- no, he looks like a melon. He's got the head the He's, size of a melon. That's how he got that name. So he says, look, hey, you know this what? His whole family looked like melons. I read this article. Just like Fearful Jesuit reading all his articles articles. I read this article says fluoride may have a positive impact on the structure of your tooth enamel. Yeah. Did he pay for that article? Well, that's where it all Did starts circling back around, Chad. That's where these turds start spiraling in your ear. I'm going to make them spiral. Were they having to disclose the funding for the research for the white paper? You're jumping ahead, Chad. You're jumping ahead. I'm trying to weave a narrative here okay. for the audience, Chad. You're asking questions. It's making me skip to Sorry. chapter seven. We're only on chapter two. That's right. Never interrupt a dream weaver in their work. Why don't I, why don't I be a dream <laughs> Why don't I be a smart ass? And instead of the government finding me for dumping this shit in the water, why don't I get yeah. them to pay me to dump yeah, this to shit dump it in, in the water? water? There you go. Oh, see what shit. happened, Chad? You see what happened? Oh, that's smart. Chad. If you can pass a law, you can make a lot of money. It's a true story, Chad. I can't make this shit up. You know how I know that's it's a true? Bad, that's a bad image. It is. You know how I know this is true, Chad? Because you Where read, did it I read it on the internet. Smile box, Chad. Smile, sorry, Smilebox. Chad, this is all over Smilebox. Chad, you should see the memes about this. Chad, they're very compelling. Are they funny? Chad, you don't seem to understand. That's not the reason we do memes, Chad. I thought memes was only for humor. No, memes are so that we can present ourselves, we can present a counterpoint humorously. And when you do that, you don't have to provide as much supporting information to convince your audience that you really know what you're talking about. Do you make it witty? They don't care, Chad. Oh, yeah. So he hires Mr. Gerald Cox, a researcher. Yeah. And guess where Gerald Cox works? At the Mellon Institute. Oh, yeah. So now we got a scientist to back up this ridiculous claim that if we if we poison everybody in the world, their teeth are going to be a little wider. A little wider. So what's Mr. Mellon do? It's like, let's do this. Like, I can't get rid of this shit. Why don't I become, hey, I'm going to be in charge of the U.S. Public Health Service, the PHS, as it was called back then, Chad. Mr. Andrew Mellon. Hot damn. The aluminum king, Chad, is now the president of the U.S. Public Health Service. He hires Mr. Cox, Dr. Cox, 
Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox says this is great. This stuff is going to revolutionize dental medicine. So let's put it in the water supply. Everybody needs it. We got teeth falling out. We got we got people walking around without any teeth whistling because they can't talk. Iron in the corn for the pellagra. That's right, Chad. Don't even get me started on Roundup, Chad. There's so much that we imbibe. Roundup. This is why everybody's stupid, Chad. This is why we can't think for ourselves. This is why we need a little black box in our pocket so we can serve small box wherever we're at. Lead, BPAs, Roundup. It's all connected, Chad. PFAs, plastics. Mercury. Oh, yeah. Delicious, delicious mercury. It's everywhere. In the shrimp, in the tuna. So let me tie this all up now, Chad, so he convinces through his political machinations. He decides we're now going to put water, and he gets the he gets the endorsement. The U.S. Congress, everybody else involved. Yeah. You don't taste it. It's odorless. As much as I like to eat toothpaste on a Ritz cracker, Chad, let me tell you what it does to me. Yeah, well, tell me. And I didn't realize this until not that long ago. Yeah. I get headaches. Yeah. Chronic fatigue. Yeah. Dryness of the throat. Yeah. Frequent need to urinate, Chad. Yeah. I've got aches and stiffnesses in my muscles and my lower back. Yeah. I get spasms. Yeah. You ever had a spasm? Yeah. I get tingling sensations in my fingers, my abdominal pains. Yeah. My diarrhea, Chad. Yeah. I got the Hershey squirts all the time walking around. I got to wear rubber boots. Yeah. I'm dropping fudge Wellingtons all day. All day. <laughs> Fudge Wellington. I didn't realize it, Chad. I eat a whole sleeve of crackers with toothpaste on it. I got to drop a Fudge Wellington in like ten minutes. I didn't. I wasn't able to put two and one and together, or one and one, whatever the hell it got put together. Yeah. Loss of mental acuity. Yeah. Depression. Yeah. Do you, Do you know what all of that dementia, all that bad side effects? None of that is as bad as these ear turds. These ear turds, Chad. It takes the cake, Chad. They do. You can't even eat cake with ear turds. The ear turds are destroying the fabric of our society, Chad. People think they know what's going on, but they got ear turds. Yeah. Visual disturbances. Yeah. Temporary blind spots. Yeah. It's in the water, Chad. Yeah. It's killing us, Chad. Yeah. What do you use to boil crawfish now? Because the water's too dangerous. Urine works. Pepsi. 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 Mountain Dew. Sometimes a half urine and half Mountain Dew. <laughs> you almost don't need to spice it. I just wanted to paint one picture, one picture, Chad, of yeah. one compound that the government's releasing on us in the name of public health, Chad. But you know it's everywhere. It's everything. There's dozens of other chemical compounds that are out there. Everything. The sweeteners, especially the corny syrup. And the the Zycolol. Don't even get me started on this on these these sweeteners. Zachary. You know, when I finished drinking that Bob Ross energy drink, my my head started spinning. Did you poop on yourself immediately? I dropped a Fudge Wellington right there in the time saver. It was a happy accident. It was, <laughs> it was a happy little accident right there, right there in the drugstore. Now, Chad, that's not the only thing we have to worry about. The stuff they're putting out there. What do you? That's just the tip of the iceberg. That's just the gateway drug. You know, I, I was reading something on my little black box about that, Chad. That it's in everything, Chad. The plastics, the chemtrails, the water we're drinking. Yep. The media that we're consuming. These made-for-internet streaming service movies. Well, let's talk about streaming for a minute, Chad. How many megabits you got, Chad? How many megabits you got in your house? 5G. You don't know. You don't know. You can't see them. Well, you can't see the megabits. They get loose, don't they? They're bouncing around right now, Chad. They got the wire fire in the air. The wire fire, you eat enough toothpaste on crackers and you start seeing it, Chad. You start seeing the Wi-Fi and God help you. Once you see it, you can't unsee it, Chad. It's bouncing around. It's going through your skull. How much concrete would it take to block a wire fire? There is no escape, Chad. We're awash in industrial effluent, in electromagnetic radiation. Everywhere you go, 
It's a wall of sound. It's a wall of shit. It's a vibrating wall of shit. It's an agitated wall of shit, Chad, and you're walking through it every single day. <laughs> you can't escape it, Chad. You can try to escape it. You have no power to escape the control mechanisms of the deep state, Chad. Yeah. Once I read this story on Smilebox, Chad, I, I thought to myself, how can I get a clean drink of water? Yeah. You thought about that? Let's just say you get thirsty and you want to drink something without any of that shit in it. What do you do? Even if you drink your own piss, you're going to get it. You can't drink your own piss. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see you try. <laughs> if you could plug your nose. Plug your nose. It takes a relatively uh, limber and acrobatic person to drink their own piss without a receptacle. I'm not talking about out of the fountain. You got your approach, drinking your own piss. I, I'm going to give that a B plus, Chad. Here's what I do. I go outside when it's raining and I open my mouth and I look at the sky. Oh. Now, I used to think this was the best way to get a clean drink of water. Yeah, but? But, now the rebuttal. <laughs> What's that fresh, unadulterated water passing through, Chad? Dirty-ass clouds. Chemtrails, Chad. Ass clouds. Ass clouds, Chad. <laughs> turd clouds. Chemtrails. It's passing through those wispy, billowy turds that the government's putting up there in their jet airplanes, Chad. To the layman, they're called chemtrails. Scientifically, they are known as ass clouds. That's right. Wispy little ass clouds going through in my ram, a pristine raindrop. The circle of life, yeah. Chad, it was clean. Gaia did what she my was brain, supposed to yeah. do. She cleaned my water. Yeah. She made it the yeah. proper potable water for me to drink. And she generously dropped it on my face. But you didn't appreciate it. I didn't appreciate it because it's our fault, Chad. You didn't appreciate it. It's our fault. We let it happen. It's our fault. We didn't appreciate that water. Now it's mind control water, Chad. Mind control water. Now it's got them mind control chemicals from falling through them damn chemtrails. You can't do it, Chad. You can't have a clean glass of water anymore, Chad. It's not possible. No. You can't have a tall drink of water. You can't have a dark drink of water. <laughs> a, t- a tall dark drink of water. You can't lazily sit back on your porch and drink some clean lemonade. You can't take a a fresh, clean face cloth, dip it in your tall drink of cool water, and wring it out gently and wash your toes with it. Pat pat it on your forehead to ease your worried mind. You can't do it. Ease your troubles with it. The second that rag comes into contact with your forehead, you're immediately absorbing this industrial effluent by Mr. Melon passing through your melon. That was why they were called the melons. It's all about putting that shit in the melon. In your in your melon. That's it. That's they right. want to control your melon, yep. Chad. Andrew Melon, Chad. Look it up on your little black box. Yep. The government's going to medicate us without our consent. Is that what we've been reduced to, Chad? What do you think vaccines are? Oh, don't even get me started. Did you up your polio vaccine lately? I did. I got a booster. You realize we're in the age of re-emerging diseases? We are, Chad. Not emergent. And we got diseases named after different animals. Cowpox. Monkeypox. You play Twister? Can't even play Twister anymore, Chad, without fear of catching monkeypox. I know. I was trying to get some pizza. I took the family over to Derpy Fools the other night to get some pizza. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's having a good time. Yeah. We're at Derpy Fools watching the animatronics sing at us. Yeah. Trying to eat my pepperoni pizza. Oh. And I feel something. I feel a, a waft. Oh, shit. A waft. You ever, you ever get an odd waft? In that bad motel I was staying in, yeah, they going down the stairs, there was a little box on the wall that would shoot out, like, fragrance. It would go, when you walk by. It was, ooh. This feels like a contaminated waft. That was a waft. 
I don't. I don't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, well, that was well, that was an odd waft. Yeah. I went back to eating my food, watching Derpy Fools up on the stage make their little uh, do their little song and dance. <laughs> and I'm like, but you know, it kind of stuck in my my ear. It was like a, like an ear turd. And so when I got home and I was listening, who's that doctor that comes on TV sometimes? Sanjay Poopa Goose. What was his name? Oh, I thought it was Doctor Feel. Doctor, maybe that's who it was. Doctor Feel. He's like, if you experience an odd waft, it might be a pox. It might be, it might be a virus. <laughs> now I've got all this agitation that I was in the presence of 72 other people drunk out of their minds trying to entertain their children at Derpy Fools. Yeah. And I might have caught something, Chad. I'm not feeling right. And I'm not talking about fluoride symptoms. This is something a little stronger. Yeah. So I need a booster, Chad. I need, I don't know what to boost. You need help. You need friends. You need someone to lock you in a room and give you the Bob Ross and hide the Wellingtons. What's that Muppet that came on Richard Sniffums? What was his name? He, he had that funny dance. The purple one. Ookie, ookie, ookie. That's it, Richard Sniffums. <laughs> I feel like Richard Sniffums walking around. I, everybody's looking at me funny because I got a, an odd gait. I think, can I see your smart mouth? You're not covering your smart mouth, are you? I can't, I can't breathe through those masks, Chad. Are you talking out of the side of your mouth? I, I could be. Chad, I'm afflicted. Where's your tongue? Is it in your mouth? It's the viruses. It's the shit in the air, Chad. Yeah. You're going to get it inside. You're going to get it outside, Chad. Yeah. I invited Charlie Chinstrap over for some chicken lickums. And he's like, what's wrong with you? You look like Richard Sniffums. <laughs> what did you catch, boy? Yeah. So, Chad, we don't got a lot of time left. We're about to run out of juice on this thing. But I just I want to make sure that everybody understands we got their back. And when we have to, we'll do this again. We'll interrupt again. And we just saved you 15 minutes of listening to horse shit get poured in your ear canal. Yeah. Let's go ahead and hand this back to Fearful Jesuit. Let him continue his diatribe of why everything we're talking about is explained by just a simple misunderstanding. It's all for the greater good. Double bullshit is not the same as a double negative. That's right. You just have twice as much bullshit. Let's, let's, let's turn this back over to Fearful Jesuit. So flip that switch. Grab the red wire, Chad. The red wire. Red. Red, red. Chad, the red. So, to review. Turn, turn it off. Turn it off. There's no evidence for this whole Andrew Mellon conspiracy. And even if he had wanted to get rid of his fluoride problem, he could have just dumped it in the water the way all of the other industries did, given the total lack of federal oversight or even the existence of such a thing as the EPA until decades later. Whew. Glad we put that behind us.
Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.